Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1696. Frozen by Time Constraints and Specificity by Ross Enemite of rosstraining.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, a very happy Sunday and a very happy Easter if you're celebrating. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the planet from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now on Fridays, I do something a little different. That's where I answer your questions. Remember, you can send me a question by going to oldpodcast.com slash ask, or you can email your question directly to health at oldpodcast.com. All right, and with that, let's hear today's article and continue optimizing your life. Frozen by Time Constraints and Specificity by Ross Enemite of rostraining.com. If you have followed my blog recently, you've likely seen me discuss training around a busy schedule. I first shared several tips and then emphasized the importance of doing something instead of nothing. It appears that there is still one group that I've overlooked, however. I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I recently received a lengthy email from an individual who has a busy schedule and very precise powerlifting goals. His goals aren't the type that can be effectively targeted through brief workouts. As a result, he shared his frustration about his inability to do anything. Fortunately, though, after some back-and-forth dialogue, he's had a change of heart and agreed to let me share his story. Hopefully, others can benefit from the example. Some background. For the purpose of this, I'll refer to the individual as Joe. Joe and I have communicated back and forth for about a week. He has a competitive powerlifting background, but recently started his own consulting business after working several years in the financial industry. He's also a father of two young children. Joe has gained approximately 30 pounds since his youngest son was born last year. As much as he'd like to lift, he can't set aside enough time for the gym. Between the 15-minute commute each way, his traditionally long workouts, and the time spent changing and showering afterward, it isn't feasible with his schedule. He also does not have the space or equipment to lift at home. As a result, Joe has opted to do nothing. When Joe wrote me, he emphatically stated that powerlifting was his first love, and his love for heavy barbells remains as true as ever. It's been a few years since he last competed and he isn't sure if he will again. His consulting business has grown rapidly and he doesn't anticipate that changing. He hopes to continue growing his business but would also like to maintain some of the strength that took so many years to develop. Joe's story struck a chord with me because I can relate to it. 
I spent the first half of my life as a competitive athlete. Unfortunately, I was sidelined by hand injuries as a young boxer. I never planned to start a business and become a trainer. My first love was boxing, but injuries forced me to rethink my future. At the time, it was difficult for me to find motivation to train. I couldn't do what I wanted to do, boxing. So, everything else seemed like a waste of time. Joe's situation is similar in that he can't train or compete in the sport that he loves. Life isn't perfect. What I told Joe is similar to what one of my early trainers told me when I was down in the dumps after my final injury. I had somewhat fallen off the map, so my trainer came looking for me. He eventually knocked on my door, and I'm forever grateful that he did. When I opened the door, he wasn't shy about blasting me for feeling sorry about myself. He told me that life would never be perfect. He continued to tell me that just because I can't do what I want isn't a valid reason to do nothing. This all happened while we were standing on the front steps outside my apartment. I didn't even have a chance to welcome him inside. His lecture began as soon as I opened the door. He never came in. And when I thought he was finally done, he finished with a verbal knockout. It came while he was staring at my old Jeep that was parked across the street. It leaked oil and had a few dents, but was always reliable. He jokingly commented that my ride had seen better days. He then began to walk down the steps and turned to ask me one last question. Wouldn't you love to drive a new Ferrari? I didn't know if it was a trick question, but I answered, yes. He nodded his head in agreement and said, yeah, you and everybody else. He turned around and walked away. I can remember sitting on the front steps, wondering what the hell he was talking about. I was half that he was talking in riddles, but then it hit me. Just because I don't have exactly what I want doesn't mean I shouldn't use what I already have. My old Jeep may have leaked some oil, but it always got me where I needed to go. I didn't need a Ferrari to drive just as I didn't need to be a boxer to take care of myself. Life goes on and there will always be other opportunities to pursue. Things could always be worse. Something still beats nothing. When I shared this story with Joe, I reminded him that I'm now a father as well. I am much older and wiser than when I was a young boxer. As a fellow father, I believe that our kids need a role model and that they shouldn't have to look outside the home to find one. As a parent, what we do or don't do isn't just about us. It affects our children. It is our job to set an example that they can eventually follow. Joe might not be able to power lift at this time, but he can still take care of his body. For example, I asked him to consider the following. Would he be better off doing push-ups at home for six months or sitting on the couch doing nothing? Push-ups might not be specific to powerlifting, but they'll certainly leave him in a better position if or when he has time to pursue his lifting again in the future. As much as I enjoy motivational quotes, there are often harsh realities and responsibilities in each of our lives that cannot be overlooked. I hope that Joe's business continues to grow and that he can eventually find time to lift again. Whether that happens or not doesn't change the fact that he shouldn't throw his health away because he can't do exactly what he wants. Life often requires that we make choices and sacrifices that aren't at the top of our list. Life isn't supposed to be easy. We don't always get what we want. That doesn't mean we shouldn't make the most of what we have. As I've said before, doing what you can certainly beats the alternative. It's easy to take your health for granted, but that will change when it's gone. Just because you can't perform the perfect workout doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself. In summary, regardless of your schedule and goals, there is always an opportunity to do something instead of nothing. If you have time to read the internet, you sure as hell have time for a few sets of push-ups. Making that decision becomes much easier when you prioritize your health and well-being. 
My advice is to do it while you still can. Your future self will thank you. You just listened to the post titled Frozen by Time Constraints and Specificity by Ross Enemite of rostraining.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil again here for my commentary. This last line from Ross in particular brought to mind a quote that I once read. It goes something like this. Your future self probably won't thank you for sitting on the couch instead of doing those push-ups or sit-ups. Your future self probably won't thank you for having that extra slice of pizza or that donut or bagel instead of that oatmeal every morning. Quick tangent, folks often ask me, why do you hate on bagels so much? There's protein in them. It's a good source of carbs, so you kind of get everything all in one. Well, eating a bagel, when we think about the calories and the amount of carbohydrate in it, is like eating four pieces of toast. So if I were to ask you, hey, I'm having four pieces of toast this morning. Does that sound balanced to you? You'd probably say, heck no, that's a lot. Well, that's about how many calories and how much carbohydrate you're getting if you ate the whole bagel. So anywho, I've had this frame of mind so many times where I'm like, oh, look, I only got 20 minutes to work out this morning. Mm, What's the point? I'm not gonna get in that workout that's gonna make me feel so good afterwards. So I'll just skip it. Well, I've had to myself get out of this frame of mind and what I'll do is a quick 20-minute workout and I always feel more accomplished afterwards. When I just commit to it, do the darn workout and get out, I actually am so grateful that I pushed myself. Even if it's something that's less than 20 minutes where I have to run a mile as fast as I can or I just have to do 100 jumping jacks or something like that, I still feel so much better and more accomplished. So Ross is absolutely right. Something still beats nothing. What I'll do is I'll put the remote control away so that I can't fast forward through commercials and I'll bring in a set of my 25 or 30 pound dumbbells, something like that. And then during the commercials, I'll do curls or I'll do crunches or sit-ups or something like that. Over the course of even a 30 minute show or definitely an hour show, that's quite a workout you're gonna get in. And then I feel like, oh, cool, I get to watch my show and I feel like I did something good for my body. It may not have been at the same intensity I'm used to, but it's still better than nothing. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Wishing you a very happy Easter if you celebrate and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.